Welcome to the Lessons from the Core podcast. This is episode 12. This is your host, Lisa Kara. I am so thrilled to have a special guest with me today. My friend, Catherine Landry, is here. Welcome, Catherine. Welcome, Lisa. Happy, snowy, beautiful, wonderful Thursday. Yeah, it's so exciting to have you here. Um, we had all our fun techie glitches at first, which is all the adds to the spice of life and the fun, right? So we're so excited to be here. We've been talking about uh, getting this one in the books and it comes at really perfect timing because you have an amazing event coming up that you're going to be able to tell us all about. Um, Catherine is a huge community builder. She manages 21 groups with over 95,000 members. She has a killer resume of a huge events portfolio. I've been had the pleasure to be at several of her events and they do not disappoint. I've always left feeling so filled up with love, community, collaborations, and I was just so excited to have you on and let everyone get to know you more and hear about some of the fantastic events that are coming up. So can you tell us about some of these amazing 21 groups that you have? Because of course I'm in ladies who lunch. I know you have ladies who work, who leash, spill the beans. Well, that's all volunteer work. So that's everything on social, just managing. I I think I love putting like-minded energies together. So I just kind of sort people out, put them in all these different groups. There's like thousands and thousands of people in the different groups. And then they just start talking and meeting and getting stuff done. And that's great. Like as long as there's no fighting, which there is obviously (laughs) quite um, social media is a, a beast right now with keyboard warriors. So it's, it's become like more than a full-time job micromanaging all of these people. And, and so some days I'm ready to like unplug it all and just be like, wow, I get an extra 40 hours to my week. And then I realize, no, I can't because this is communities that are being built to do good things. So that's, yes. that's my volunteer work. My paid job is uh, marketing and promotion for small business and local business. That's my, that's my, my power. That's what I love doing. Love, 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 love it. And thank you again for this specific episode is sponsored by She Shops Local. And you've got a fantastic listing of businesses there. Uh, It's a wonderful place to go to if you're looking for any type of service or business. Uh, And again, it's a great place to head to after you've been to one of Catherine's events to further investigate and collaborate and get on with other people's social media handles, right? Because you can find everything through the listing of many of the people that you're going to meet at her events, which is fantastic way to get right to the point and and meet people and follow up yeah definitely it's i think that's that's the the thing that i love the most about these events uh one i love when they're sold out which they traditionally into um and that i i just like seeing that sold out because it means i've i've given it all like i've given my all connected and I did it and then I can really get excited about hyping up the event um and and the biggest thing about events is the exchange of energy I'm an introvert per se 
Um, so it takes, I got to get myself pretty much gunned up to, you know, really hold court and, and, and be myself. Yeah. I don't have cards. So I just want to be my most authentic self. Yeah. And, and if I can be my most, most authentic self, people are like, well, wow, she's kind of like doing her own thing up there. Then maybe that encourages everyone to just, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to just be you. That, yeah. That's what. Yeah. To be yourself. And then do you find you have good plan in place afterwards to take that downtime after big events? No, I always forget. So I have another event lined up the very next day, like equally powerful and strong. <laughs> and so I'm just going out of the fire into the fire because I always forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should take that next day off and unwind. So then on Thursday the 9th, we're clearing your calendar and you're doing nothing next Thursday. Got that? Oh, yeah. No, I'm going <laughs> to do something on the have to go and clear the energy out of this huge house for someone so it just goes on and on like yeah. I, I get the energy bouncing off of other people and I think it's really awesome when I see others connect it's really cool and so I love making like two people connect and be like oh you you need to come over here and meet her oh my god yeah. you you need to meet this one oh and so everyone's just like oh my god what just happened what did she just do yeah but at the end of the day my my inbox is full to the brim with just like thank you so much for introducing me to that woman she owns the woman's shelter we're going to be able to help her with her food and clothing and bedding like it was a great connection I'm like wow okay cool or like a, a business two businesses met at one of the events and now they've started a collaboration which totally helped blow up both of their businesses like that's that's the stuff that I live for that's the good stuff yeah and as I was saying before we started like just a true deep thank you to you because when I had attended your March event last year for International Women's Day that was exactly it I don't think I'll ever forget walking into a room and you know we had been through a time of been doing so much online at that point it was a year ago and just I will never forget that feeling of coming into that lunch and just your welcoming energy and you, you know, immediately introducing me to people. And I've come back to that day so many times in my mind, just so truly thankful for that feeling of community and love and support. And I'm just one of so many people that feel that same way about you. So thank you so much for always uh, just looking out for those connections and collaborations. Thanks, Lisa. That's super cool. Um, I think more so than anything, like I was bullied in school for a minute uh, until I found my my mouth and started like running running rank, and then I got kind of stronger. Mm -hmm. And I'm not up for mean girls anymore. And it's interesting how we we put that into like our daughters and our sons, and like don't be a bully, but be a bully. But it, it's it's parents. There's a lot of adults that are adult bullying and nobody's really like talking about it except I think it's 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 crucial and just I don't, I don't know it's it's gotta end you know the the, the so when people are me, like super mean or gang up like for you know yeah all 
stuff just has to not happen. So I know that when I host events, a lot of people are coming on their own all by themselves. And it takes a lot of their courage to muster up their courage to come and, and walk through the doors and, you know, if they're not welcomed or if they're meant to feel uncomfortable or ostracized or, and you only have a moment to, to welcome someone with a vibe, right? right. In terms, yep. Especially post COVID, everyone, every single person in the world is very conscientious mm-hmm. of, of others, like in a, in a judgment moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Anyways, all that to just say, let's be nice, let's be kind, let's not be mean, and let's pretty much get over ourselves. So that's yeah. that's what we uh, that's what we try and do. And I'm surrounded by some great team members, some great associates, colleagues, friends, new friends. That and I always say our events are full of friends you just haven't met yet. That's it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you were growing up, would you say were you into like did you have that community building feeling then or no it took you a little bit longer once you got out of school and kind of found your voice more or have you always had that passion to link people up and I always went for the underdog like I always like when I would be at school and I'd see a kid Mm -hmm. that everybody pick on like sitting alone eating slowly out of their lunch bag it killed me Mm-hmm. That's killed me. And so I would go over and just sit and chat, you know, and just be like, hey, like, and, and then just start doing that. And then just, just normalizing it. Like, how, how about, you know, and, and people are like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting there? It's like, because mm-hmm. everyone's human. Like, can we get over this, you know? And so, like, I would get picked, not picked on, but made fun of or whatever. Like, oh, I can't believe you're hanging out with. And it's like, really? Like, really? That's what you want to talk about today? Like, oh my goodness. So that, that, and I, and I know it's hard for, for kids because I know with COVID and everything, they're going through so much, mm-hmm. but I don't know, somehow you got to dig deep inside and find that superpower. So yeah, that's, that's what I found to, I don't know how I got over it. Maybe I never got over it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But to this day, when I see someone just sitting alone, looking so you know I don't, it's just like I, I just intrinsically like hi how's it going yeah and you know what sometimes I pick the wrong person and sometimes it's someone <laughs> who's like just like exhausted and they're like excuse me I just need a moment please I'm like oh girl or you know what I mean um so I, I have to I have to learn but it, it's just I'm always like you know that duck or that goose that's always trying to get all the goslings across the road? It's like, yeah. Kind of like, like, let's go. Come on, come on. So I just got to remember, sometimes people are okay. Like, they don't all need your help, Captain. That's what I have to learn. So Right, right, <laughs> right. And it's so beautiful to be able to meet so many different pockets of people and different, you know, with different products, businesses, services. Um, and just get to get that inner knowing with our own self as well to, you know, as we're meeting new people and those kind of first impressions and things like that, it's, it's so valuable, yeah. you know, it's so valuable just with life lessons and how we can just keep striving to treat people better and, 
and treat ourselves better, treat others better. It's It just gives us that information a lot quicker. And when we can be open to it and, um, yeah, listening to our that inner knowing, right? Where we always talk about it, intuition, we get that aspect of things. Um, I would. I'm curious. You know, I mean, you have various groups as we, as we said with ladies who lunch, ladies who work, ladies who leash. And I know you probably can't nail it down to just one, but can you tell me about a collaboration that was made within one of your groups that just like really warmed your heart? Oh God, there's been a gazillion. Like that's 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 where I spend all the energy. But yep. the one I think that was pretty cool was our Mother Love Project. So Cross Lake up north had a suicide problem, uh, and a lot of the youth were committing suicide. I think 15 youth committed suicide within two weeks. That was just like they were tired, they were exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, this was not COVID. This was like probably five years ago. Right. I double check, but anyway, so mother love. So I read it in the paper. Then I saw the report on CBC. So I'm like, this is not right. So I called the place up north in Cross Lake and asked to speak to the principal. I'm a very, I'm a very good cold caller as well. Like so, you might okay. know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very good at communicating through emails, but I am a fantastic cold caller like my cold calling is level one so (laughs) I managed to get through to Cross Lake managed to get the whole story back Um, and what I really wanted to do is talk to the youth and so I started the Facebook page and got the youth to you know what do you guys need send me what is your wish list and I didn't want to make it seem like you know the great whatever you know answering all their problems I didn't want that at all I wanted to know like What's going on? What do you need? How, how can how can we be of assistance? Like, what can we do of service? Mm-hmm. Maybe just kind of make things just a little bit better. So they sent out a list, and the kid back, obviously, sporting equipment, uh, art supplies, uh, racquetballs, basketballs, like, all of this stuff. But the one that was just super poignant and the the item that was on every single kid's list was pens and paper and I was like wow okay so they want to express and they have no way to express so it teamed up I called my friend France Levine she owns pub 101 mm-hmm. and she's like what do you need and I'm like we're gonna fill a truck and we're gonna drive it up to Cross Lake and we are gonna just bring them everything so frost put out the call i put out the call to all my groups and we got musical instruments like musical instruments the nac got involved everybody got involved um i have a friend who got an allied truck you know those big long orange moving vans yeah like not little ones the big ones yeah and um they weren't going to go up that far but i'm like what are we going to do then we have to take everything off the truck and then move it to another truck up north like that's not going to happen and then some kind of magic happened and we got that big orange moving van right up to cross lake like never been done before and it was like insanely amazing and so they got all of their equipment they got all of their everything and it was up to the kids how they wanted to distribute it and Mm -hmm. it was 
I think that was one of the biggest because so many people came on board mm-hmm. and then followed up, uh, I think a year later to check up, like I always check up the, the Facebook pages are open, uh, followed up and it was like, okay, how's it going up there? They're like, man, not bad. I'm like, what do you, what, what do you guys need? And they're like, we need skateboards. I'm like, do you have a skateboard, you know, place this outdoor skateboard indoor? They're like, kind of a little bit. So talk to the adults adults are like no absolutely not they cannot have skateboards i was like okay and then i went and fundraising and did all kinds of stuff and got like a whole pile of brand new skateboards and protection equipment and helmets and got all that stuff delivered back up to cross lake for them as well so wow what a bonus the parents the parents how did they fare But it wasn't about the parents. This was, it's always about, for me anyways, it's always about the kids. And so they all wrote letters and notes and I posted it and we had a contest and they would enter to win like a brand new skateboard with a brand new helmet and elbow pads and knee pads. And it was just cool. And and then we got photos of like, it's still my most favorite photo, I think of all time. And it was all the kids outside at the park with all their skateboards it was it was wicked it was really good so um yeah and that wasn't done me alone that was like there were teams of people helping and so that came out of just the power of the group yeah the power of putting it out there and asking for help and as you said making those calls and not being afraid to ask the people in your community yeah and and that's the thing too unfortunately I, i i get labeled bossy um, I get labeled like pushy, um, you know, bad communicator, but it's because I'm going at the speed of light and yeah. in my head, I know exactly what I need, yeah. but I can't slow down to formulate it. So mm-hmm. it comes across as like, my word, she is so bossy. But at the end of the day, if I can get the job done, then, then that's what it is. Right. Because yes. yeah, uh, yeah, that's what Yeah, no, you need the doers to actually get the things done and take those dreams and and actually make them happen, make them a reality, which brings us to Heal coming up next week. As I said, I am just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I absolutely loved last year's International Women's Event, the event at the NAC that you had in August. Again, just lights me up every time. So tell us everything that is happening at this event. So heal, traditionally, you think heal your soul, heal yourself. This is heal your finances, heal your business, heal your family, uh, heal your communication skills. Arrow pointing at me. Hello. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Heal the way like you look at others. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly Mm. just heal you leaving your house to get Mm -hmm. out there. Because I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, what am I going to theme this? What's it going to be? And it's like, we're asking all these people. And so many people are still very, very, very afraid. And so I was like, mm-hmm. let's heal that. Like, mm-hmm. what if what if we healed it so that everybody would be able to, like, feel okay about coming back out again? Mm-hmm. So that was the theme for heal. And then all of a sudden, it just turned into, like, a tsunami <laughs> of pot energy with healers like the true healers but the reikis the yogas the 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 touch the masseuse the 
magic. Like those people all came forward and they're like, sign us up. Like we're in. I was like, amazing. And then the next wave came in and they were like all the finance people and the business people and the retirement savings people. And I was like, yep, this is great. So the event kind of built itself. Uh, we are doing a conjunction connection with a University of Ottawa Heart Institute. Uh, women, every three women, uh, one will go to the Heart Institute for heart issues. So one mm-hmm. in three women, which is wow, that's it's, yeah. It's well, I didn't know until I started listening, and mm-hmm. so the Heart Institute is one of the top ten. We are so lucky to have this institute in Ottawa, and um, I know a lot of friends that have have been healed. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. My dad had surgery last year and yeah, what a, what a facility for sure. Yeah. We're lucky. We're really, really lucky. Oh, our guest speaker is Dr. Thais Coutinho. She is, she looks like she's 20 years old, but this woman is a powerhouse, like Mayo Clinic, executive director. She's everything. So I'm very, very, very excited um, to have her share her knowledge with all of us, you know, and just like, whoa, this is groundbreaking information, especially for her to be able to take time from her schedule, which is yes. amazing, you know, and to share that power and energy and information with us. Boom. I thought, yeah, that's awesome. And then um, Claudette Commanda, uh, the first indigenous chancellor and professor or not professor the first indigenous chancellor at the university of ottawa powerhouse mm-hmm. that very 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 strong very very strong and so claudette's going to talk about healing the land dr contino contino is going to talk about healing the heart mm-hmm. uh, claudette, uh healing the land through truth and reconciliation just show you know, it's it's a tenuous conversation to have because you're not sure what to say or how to ask or mm-hmm. like well, what's cool and what's not cool, what's appropriate, and what's cancel culture and what's this and what's that. And sometimes it's just about sitting there and listening, truly listening to someone talk mm-hmm. about you know. And mm-hmm. so Claudette's going to really open up some gates for us big time. And then uh, Angie Seymour who owns Angie's modeling agency. She's just another one, like three powerhouses, one after the other, after the other. Angie deals in a world of beauty and catwalks and fashion shows and, you know, movie sets. But Angie knows people in their heart. And she's one, she's got a great story, very empowering. So she's just going to talk about healing self-esteem and confidence. Right, oh, because you look that. at her and you're like, "Oh my God, you're at the Grammys! Oh my God, you're at the Academy Awards! Oh my God, you have clients in all these movies! Oh my God, blah 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 blah." But her story is it's very compelling. So the three are like they're they're just oh, mind blown. Like I I can't wait. I love sitting at my own events and listening. That's that's something like is uh, exciting to be said. Yes, yes, and then the food will be fantastic. That's something to look forward to. Well, here's the great story about the food. So Kenton Lear, the executive chef of the National Arts Center, he's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, last year, he had a heart attack on the line while he was working at the NAC. He fell to the ground uh, oh during start. My. 
his whole team, his whole crew, everyone was just ambulance. Anyways, um, right. and so Kevin is actually a recipient of healing at the Ottawa Heart Institute. And now his healing hands are making us a heart healthy lunch. Oh my goodness. Boom. Boom. Yeah. There's your goosebumps. So he, yeah, he had, I think, three blocked arteries. One more artery, anyway. So yeah. So that's that story as well. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then all the businesses that are set up. I've got some surprises, big surprises. Uh, there's giveaways. There's stuff happening that nobody knows about. Um, there's a an amazing soldier coming named Deborah Kent. She's Oh, she served in Afghanistan. She's she's the soldier. She protected our country, served us, and very indebted to her. So she got in touch with me. She's like, Catherine, I bought tickets. I'm bringing three women who have just Ukraine and are here as refugees, and they are looking for work. And I was like, yes. Oh, it's perfect. Women's Day, you will bring them. Yeah. And so I pretty cool stuff planned for anyways there's surprises galore and it's all in my head (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I I I have visions and I just I'm obsessed so I'm up like every day at three o'clock in the morning I wake up and it's like go 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 because I'm I'm seeing the whole event in my head yes um, or it happens so I don't think I've talked this much about myself in a long time it's very uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of you and all your amazingness, so uh, you're amazing at Facebook and all things Facebook, running all the groups. I know you have help and you've mentioned that, but what other platforms do you love using? Social media platforms. Insta's good. Twitter's yeah. really fast. LinkedIn is nice. Yeah. Um, Phone calls. I'm all about the phone calls. Truly. I'm all about the phone calls and just direct messaging. Yeah. That's that's what I really like. And uh, I love phoning a business and being like, oh my God, like you're, you're amazing. You got this, you got that. So, but Facebook, it seems to be, I don't know, like a comfort zone, getting more and more into Insta for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just find that a lot of people get really wound up really fast trying to keep up. And I'm like, there's no way I can humanly keep up. Right, 100%. You've got to have those techie tools for, yeah. Or, yes, hire people and and make all the tools work for sure. I know for myself, I've had my Pilates, well, I've taught Pilates for 20, coming up to 23 years. And yes, back when I first started, it was like, put your newspaper ads in and have your open houses and and then everything with social media. So yes, it's so interesting how stuff changes and just what stuff works and feels good to use and all of that. Um, well, that's a, you know what, Lisa, not to interrupt, but you just brought up a really good point because um, for business, what I've found works really well is just truthful storytelling, not long paragraphs, not long winded stories, but truthful storytelling on behalf of you and your business with like comprehensive photos that match what you're talking about mm-hmm. that aren't filtered mm-hmm. like, that in the hashtags like no filter i find that authentic truthful uh storytelling mm-hmm. is it's really working with clients what's like, your favorite you know, type of business to do marketing for 
doctor, dentist. Sorry. Um, oh, what's your favorite? What which one do you love? The like oh. really lights you up. Which type of uh, like just marketing for oh. certain? Yeah. All okay. You just love. If I didn't like it. Yeah. Right? So yeah. All the clients that I, I just I love it. I, like yeah. I even have dreams at night. I'm like, okay, I just had this vision last night, and here's what I love. So yes, it, yeah, no, I just I I love all of them yeah. truly. About it, and I'll be sad for the day that I wake up in the morning and be like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, with something yeah. else. So yeah, we'll see what. One hundred percent, and I have a, these three questions that I always love to ask my guests. Um, on the show here. So I would love for you to tell me about a red flag moment that taught you a lesson from the core. So it could be personal, professional, just looking back on some red flag. Oh, big time. That just happened like last week. Um, I, I, I got called out for being rude and being like, it came across as mean. And, and my words were all disjointed because I was multitasking and I, was trying to do everything all at the same time. And the person that I was talking to on the phone, I, I was parking at because I, I was just going way too fast. Mm-hmm. And I, I was being efficient and I was called out and, and written a very informative email saying you were very hurtful. And then I went back and thought about it all. And I was like, holy, yep, that's a big red flag. I need to stop and slow down and really slow down like not I can't juggle it just that all of that has to stop and then I I have to even go and look further deeper into myself and do some work on myself so that was a big red flag and I'll take it and um and and get help you know and Mm -hmm. and go and figure out what is it that clicks inside of me like that so very thankful for that red flag uh and it came I had another red flag kind of of the same nature like a couple of months before. So I, I know the red flags are coming up as um, markers. Right. To point in yeah. the direction as opposed to chastising or being hurtful. Right. So yeah. I as profusely and now I must change. So that's a pretty deep answer. <laughs> yeah. Take the lesson and be able to, to move forward with it, This, which is like the best part of life, right? Being able to evolve where you can. And what a great, you know, to be able to have that relationship with the person that they were able to just write it all out and be honest with you. And you're able to take in that information and, and move forward. Right. Um, my next question is I usually ask, well, it could be either be, what is your favorite Pilates exercise? Or if you don't have a Pilates exercise, what is your favorite type of exercise? Mountain biking, mountain biking. I love my mountain bike. That's what, yeah, I just like to go on. Your thing. Yeah. It's a good way to get out, let off some stress and just get into the moment in that. Yeah. And then in the winter, it's just endless walking with my dog. We go in and like two, three hours, we're gone. Yeah. Just really enjoy the Canadian winter with walking and the doggy. Yes. Do you have any uh, books in your future? Do you have any desire to write, to do any writing? I don't know. I think I might. I think I'd like to write like just like one page notes. Kind of mm-hmm. stuff that I really, as I sit here looking at my 
book that I'm reading through right now, the Brene Brown Atlas of the Heart. Like oh, it's nice. just it's such a great inspirational book. And then I got some other stuff, my Batman comic, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Good question. Lisa, are you writing a book? Have you I well yeah so I've been in co-authored book women who inspire and then I also I do a one pager in a book the celebrating 365 days of gratitude and that publisher is Donna Kozik so I always go into that one each year and then the one with Kate Butler was a chapter one and that's the one that I did when I knew I was going to lose my business after the concussion so that was really <clears throat> sanity saving that was like Oh, it was such a beautiful thing to do when I knew I was going to lose my brick and mortar. It was just a really beautiful way to to deal with some of the things that I was losing, uh, but gaining a lot too. It brought me to the online world and all that, which is awesome to be able to run. Oh, honestly, so like when I closed my store of seven years, like I still feel that that angst that. Oh, it's a grief like any other type of grief, losing a business and yeah. closing. The, I, re, I always remember thinking like, I don't know how I'm going to cope with having yeah. to lock the door for the last time. And luckily my head, yeah. the brain injury was so bad then. I don't even remember. I remember packing up that last day, but I don't remember that actual last lock. And I'm so glad I don't because it's it was my first baby. It was It's such a it's such a part of you when you pour your heart into something like that. It's yeah. So yeah. you get it. It's, it's something that, yeah. Horrible. Mm -hmm. But we learn, but it's mm -hmm. not to minimalize either. Right. And um, I don't know. I don't think it's talked about enough or addressed enough. It's, it, it's like a PTSD moment almost when you close your, your store. It's, it's well, huge. even, you know, as you said with heal and having the heal your finances, like that's something exactly people don't talk about. And for my husband and I, like, I'm so thankful I have a loving supportive husband, but like we literally had to remortgage our home because of going through a medical thing, having to close a business. And yeah, that's a whole aspect of life that, you sure don't think you're going to be dealing with when you decide to open a business, right? It's uh, so yeah, it'll be really lovely to meet some of your finance people and just, just, yeah, face things yeah. that we maybe. That I'm going to work on too. I think I'd like to start up this and I got to find a different word because it's not retirement. Because when you say the word retirement, you think like, you know, old people, but it, it, so I've got to find a better word for that, but I want to do some workshops uh, with experts, just teaching people how to save up money and just lock it away somewhere for their, for their retirement. But I uh, just uh, like, I will figure out what that, that word is mm -hmm. um, because there's a lot of people right now that yeah. are in that boat. I'm in that boat. Yeah. I have no idea. Like retirement money, what? what you? Yeah. So, and we all means. welcome your your workshops and teachings, and as we said, with the groups, just having access to like so many experts that way. Yeah. Well, I did a, a series of um, workshops called the Waterfront series, and they were all about business, you know, business workshops. Yeah. They're cool. I think it might be time to come back and revive the waterfront series again. I think that would be a great opportunity and focus on financial, financial loss, financial ruin, like financial gain and then financial acumen, like, and trying to 
become more powerful in our, our wallets. Yes. Yes. And what to do with those big wins. If we suddenly have, when we suddenly have those big wins and bigger months, it's like, okay, how do we balance out? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I love that. Well, I want to thank you so much for taking this time to be a guest on the lessons from the core podcast. It's been so amazing to have you on. I absolutely love spending time with you. And aside from coming to your events, um, it's just, it's been such a pleasure. Well, Lisa, thank you for asking me. It was a nice, uh, a nice snowy afternoon to just chat. And then you're, you're really, really awesome. You're really positive. You've got a great, great, great vibe. So on behalf of SheShopsLocal.ca and me, thank you for all that you do. It's gratefully appreciated. You're so very welcome. Well, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to this episode. And we'll be back again next week with another episode from the Lessons from the Core podcast.